0: Alright, All right, 27th of March. Quarters from now. And I lost words for no great reason. <laughs> <laughs> for no real reason.
1: This <laughs> <laughs> time No I've
0: been I mean, in that good mood after being bitched out twice today by my ex wife.
1: That would put yeah, me at two. I too. think I <laughs> heard her. Oh, the last time, yeah. I'd be like, somebody's yelling. Probably for not a really good reason. Seems to be that way.
0: Uh, yeah. yeah the last thing is something that happened two weeks ago <laughs> so are here we're yeah well you think once you're no longer married you wouldn't have to listen to shit like that so, would that be one of the benefits to it? you would
1: think, yes. Google,
0: you would think. You think? <laughs> so anyways yes back on uh, our new topic so far. <laughs> So, now that we've explored the Morning Tide standard quite a bit, right? I've been running this Mono Red thing forever. Finally got built. Now going to, after losing the for like, I don't know, 13 out of 10 games. I went 3 and 10, I think. yes, yeah.
1: I think you won like 3 times, but I don't know if it was 10 matches. But sure, or 13. Sure, let's go with that. It was close. Bad enough to make it so that you feel like you have to change it.
0: It couldn't be too before or after the sideboard, really. Even somewhere his side, good enough.
1: Which is weird, because online, if you, if you check some of the forums, they say that Red Jack Wins is actually pretty hard matchup for fairies. Apparently you know, not. not. But maybe they took out Rin but I don't know if that's actually the difference or not. I, I don't can't, know. I can't sure. say Rin Snag is the card that actually makes that big of a swing.
0: No, but it kept it's swinging. It, actually, kept, it kept putting it in your favor, though. Just that one time? Well, I mean, that and the counters in general. All right, are you think about? Oh, okay. Oh, I thought they just went outside to the phone. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, but like the majority, the, the majority of decks online are uh, they only they only eight times per also. Okay,
0: but you're still running the right? Yeah. So,
1: so oh, it's hard for me. I agree. It's hard. Like the, they were saying that the uh, the that, fairies that and. Than Kitkin, where the two artists members yeah. Yeah, sure. are proposing that some have to put a day on the board to see what we do with Kitkin. I
0: don't understand the damnations. I agree with damnations in the very deck or sideboard. I don't at least.
1: currently have them in mind just yet. I was debating it, but I haven't actually gotten around to actually no. making the switch to there. So, but I would change the death marks
0: too. If I was going to change anything. Yeah, they've been underperforming, I think.
1: Well, with the loss of Doran they don't really have them.
0: Okay. Because I'll use it when i doing the shop, so. Alright. i Okay. So, the red deck, while well, I can beat just about everything else except for a life gaining deck and for fairies. the fairies. Sure. Except for the draw.
1: I want a white control and fight like this, this, and then. Oh, oh. your druid deck?
0: Yeah. Okay, please. Done? Oh, so. well, this red one red I changed to red green. Page, it's going to be red green.
1: Do
0: I upgrade for choice, green for the Yeah. Well, that, and I picked these up now. Garden.
1: What? Well,
0: yeah. Garden. Yeah. So, now I'm going to try the on Crusher deck, basically, with all the happy burns. Because burns happy. <laughs> for some, for some. Well, you know, sometimes you steal games that are on spells that are, say, target player or creature.
1: Okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had another bad, bad experience just through extending with you here so. That deck was good. That deck was annoying. It was, it was good. Like, Lava Dart?
0: Still at this point, I didn't make a single top 8 with it though.
1: Yeah.
0: Three times I was on the verge and I started and screwed it up. Or screwed it up just before that and put myself in a predicament where I couldn't make it. Perhaps next season. But, so, Dreadblock is probably the second best deck in the format. Which is pretty staunchly beat by fairies in the first place. Which is uh, the best deck in the format. In standard. Parrys is pretty solid, the best deck in the format, and standard now. I agree with that. So, we've finally gone with the, quote, tier 2 decks that Wazi kept pushing away. lane. Uh, well, the idea we had 20 archetypes is no longer going to happen as a morning time.
1: Like, standardly, at our shop, the top 8's been pretty consistent of, oh, like, oh, two parrys, oh. the T.B. with 20 rebel arc, um, maybe a warrior's
0: deck, Okay, whatever else is random. Yeah, it's,
1: it's pretty, pretty, pretty consistent for almost a month now.
0: Yeah, so ever since morning I came out, Pretty much. Well, because or after stage has started showing up that way, it's yeah. uh, yeah. about about oh, yeah. waiting time for
1: Because like, Revelar has basically put the banish on
0: Ram because it just auto loses to it. Yeah. So, and a lot of other decks. True. Passive control cannot survive in a deck against uh, any kind of Revelar check. Yeah What this one? My attempt is at the last cast, tournament <laughs> The bass up and roll deck Oh, that's great The blue line Martyr deck, yeah Yeah It was fun to play, though It was fun to play People hated the fact that I brought out the ferry's moat main deck on them
1: Oh, yeah That <laughs> you know, pissed off a whole lot of people who, like, you what know, know running roads or ferries
0: okay. It was kind of funny, I didn't mean, had that one kicking guy who would not concede Because he thought he could do enough damage yeah, I mean.
1: Cause he's silly. Hmm? Well, I let him attack me for like 150 damage in one game.
0: <laughs>
1: I think I ended the game at about
0: 300 life. That's <laughs> just me.
1: Hilarious. Farther
0: You know, you can't make him concede, right? So
1: you let him fight out. You probably should, but you'll figure it out in the long
0: Maybe. Yeah, that's the whole point. No, he I, mean, I held back on. Quite a, bit, quite a bit at that point, because I knew he couldn't kill me. He could not physically kill me, no matter what he did with his deck. Even with the four artifacts that so gives his creatures plus one, plus one for every attacker, the flippings,
1: <coughs>
0: he couldn't kill me. But so I let him attack me for like, over 150 ton damage. He thought he was making he's make progress. Down for
1: <laughs> only so much more to go.
0: Seriously, Only two beacons left in <laughs> a day.
1: It's
0: now Because <laughs> they go back and go back to the deck. Yeah. <laughs> you <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I like busting out decks like that occasionally but With Revlog now, passive Control is a completely dead idea So that kills like... Okay Most of the decks that I used to you play
1: You've five guys in play yeah, in place. Place. And how much have you done to this? you're gonna run a slow deck like Marath <laughs> And it's gonna beat you due to the uh... The uh... The Cloud Skates will answer So it won't matter I I'm thinking like yeah. two Team, team, all right. But uh, other than that, I guess I mean, well, allow overrun to resolve. Because the only result
0: I can actually base it on would be our job. No, there's also there's also been some standard events Follow-up that have been used for grandpa so. uh, problems. Well, all those results would be the elves, the so so... mostly. yeah. Lots of red lark. Lots of fairies. In fact, I say fairy has been the majority of the uh, the top eights. Is Elves not Warriors? It's back and forth between both of them. Split between the two. Either it's an aggro, Elf deck, or it's a Warrior deck. But either way, it's the same same basic deck. It's It's a concept. Well, not really concept. They share a lot of the same cards. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about...
1: Besides the land base, almost 20 cards are shared. So
0: subtracting the lands is almost half the deck's the same. It's not that big of a difference. The artifacts versus, like... For yeah. Things. That's a out direct,
1: correct? Right. right.
0: So or certain
1: selections of creatures. But, uh, you know, four months. So it seems like a majority of planning, you know, like, like speaking from from Ashby's case, like, the majority of planning that goes into this deck is based around Huck, being able to be fairies and warriors. Yeah.
0: Because we were down to one. basically back to three to four decks okay. that are tier one. Now we're starting to define four tier two status again. And there's no longer the, the dream we've had with the Rabbit we learned, or the beginning of, of learning flowing, which was when you could build rainbow decks, you could build every deck. And every deck you could use anything. So
1: that's, that's, that's four trampoline. Uh, I miss it, I love that. It was great, four trampoline. Because I, mean, I played tricolor control for like eight months, so
0: yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I had no four, problem four going three four color control. No, yeah.
1: probably yeah. fun. But, uh, you know, okay, well, so it's it's the tram- tram- of, uh, the money. Tram- back and the whole cycle um, of or, uh, Chattamore. Four trans so.
0: tram- so. will be S- having and, Garens, Garens, and others, hybrid Garens Garens. Garens. All, all the allied color uh, dual lands like that. Which is good. Greg Garrance is the one I like the most out of all of them. I think we
1: got
0: uh, price be Actually, hold on.
1: Well, how's that? So work? It's good. I'm not sold on my Well, I guess it would depend. So like, theoretically on based on the, how the stacks match. Actually, the so like, second so Do they all stack for a land, or do they all so stack for a land?
0: Record I guess we'll have to wait to find out. Well, if they ever printed it in a real set, yeah.
1: Okay. so. But
0: then it carries a little sense to me as a, a land concept. Now.
1: It's just rehashed from I uh, the Odyssey I section, basically. Oh, really? It's totally
0: updated. Trade, yeah, trade, trade. <laughs> Considerably better. True. I need to name like so three, to five. The 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 yeah, and they were very good in Odyssey. Um, but I didn't play that. I
1: these guys in the I used to buy packs, and that was, yeah, like was one, one of the worst things, things I had at
0: opening. That and
1: her invasion. I mm-hmm. got leeches. I never liked oh, yeah, that. I'm mean, so, like, these cards, this is Blow.
0: But yes. But now we're gonna finally define to see what a hybrid format is, which Thank makes me wonder. Yeah,
1: because from that, uh, that that
0: sneak peek, uh, the booster packs, sixty percent
1: of the So it's bigger Over, it's almost half hybrid. Huh? <laughs> half hybrid, I mean, nice. But they're all allied at hybrid. He said that. Are, are we? Sure. Yeah, uh, he, okay. he actually came out and said it. I think it was uh, Rosewater said it. It makes sense.
0: It makes sense that they would then use the yeah. enemy hybrid in the second yeah. set.
1: Because it's a surprise
0: Because it'd be kind of cool, you know I guess if I,
1: wanna... <laughs> <laughs> I guess if they brought out five more enemy dual webs to maybe go with it,
0: maybe Not, yeah, not, that, uh, uh, even, you not that evening tide is uh, not necessarily really? on the horizon oh. right away It's a, it's a lottery yeah, you see yeah, it, it seems pretty obvious that's yeah. what's going to happen
1: Surprise,
0: right? We're going kind to of have enemy colored hybrids. <laughs> yeah. We'll have monocolored racking yeah, For the first time ever so, yeah. Yeah.
1: If you can do it, you can do it, right? I look at that silly trick
0: from *Deceit uh, the Queen* and *Bird of Menacast*. and the weird. Yeah. All like, black, black color, color black. Yeah. And I suspect there'll be more than just that one. Yeah. At least one for he said. What do you think of this elf deck, man? Okay. This one? I don't know. Yeah. This elf deck was with Overrun and Coat of Arms in Garak.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a decent build. I tried it myself. Okay. It just
0: depends on. The on the super day. fast.
1: Uh-huh. Okay. It's incredibly fast The problem is It's so hard For it to recover From the wrath Why did it do? I built a very similar deck
0: and it Oh you got two sky Okay Yeah Shit, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, fair deck Is probably the best, Definitely the best deck in this format now Proven results And ironically enough I'm almost on the verge To be able to build it's The rebel art But I have nowhere Close to building that deck mm-hmm.
1: No no Chris It's not the best deck In the format Until I finished point. trading For all the pieces of it before
0: uh, the four series, I am
1: like at
0: Yeah. It's a known commodity. It's in the format until I can trade
1: for the rest of it.
0: It's a known commodity. It's a known commodity since worlds It's been a known commodity. And Riverlock has come along and swept up like all the other miscellaneous stuff. Okay, so now, okay. now we're down to about three or four playable deck types for tier one again. There's, There's about three. Yeah about three tier one decks inside two again. We're back to that. We're back to that factor of life. I
1: don't know.
0: I'm know. I not sold in. I don't like it. I like having variety. I like having diversity. I like being able to play multiple, multiple cards among multiple decks. I don't like having stuck with only two or three good options. There's
1: something to be said for a defined metagame.
0: There's also something to be said to be able to, to play most cards in format. <laughs>
1: Right, unless I do something to really fix it, it's going to be pretty much in the thing ran at, uh, at regionals. What, well, cherries? I'm pretty much
0: cherries and elves. Cherries, elves, yeah. maybe Revelark. Yeah, those it's those a, three decks. Do we have any
1: more Shadowbringers?
0: <laughs> well, that's the thing. I mean, well, let's see. Right. Two more Shadowbringers at regionals,
1: right? Revelark will that die. We got two sets for regionals. Don't worry. Revelark will die too quick.
0: You can take as much as you like.
1: Mm-hmm. Rebel Arc is the weekend of my birthday. What's the day?
0: What day is the Regionals weekend? is the weekend of my birthday. Rebel Arc. Huh? Sip Rebel Arc. No, I said weekend. Sip Rebel Arc.
1: You said the no, regionals.
0: regionals. I said
1: regionals. <laughs> <laughs> we'll allow the podcast to decide after you probably yeah, have it. Really whatever. A later. Well, well a we know for a fact
0: now it's going to be the 7th of July. Oh, June. Is it in it's release? It's, it's no neutral, yes.
1: Wow. The regionals is it Regionals on the 7th of June? Yeah. Okay. okay, on my bloody birthday. You both have the same birthday that's weird.
0: Well, I got the 9th. Last year was mo- the 9th. <laughs> yeah, it was.
1: <laughs> You're serious, it's June 7th? Yes, that's
0: June 7th. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel, good luck this year. No, it did that to me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Apparently, birthday tournaments are horrible. <laughs> like, what the hell are you doing here? But you have a reason to drink beer regardless at the end of the day. That's <laughs> huh? No,
0: I mean, he's like, why are you here, planning on your birthday? Because it's the Because it's the biggest. Yeah, I mean, what are we do you going to do? the fish? I mean, seriously.
1: Yeah, it's kind of boring <laughs> Well you can drink
0: uh... You do that after the fact You can do that during the fact In some places I
1: don't feel like you here Were there You can walk all out Well I guess It depends on what Typically yes That's true <laughs> 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 It depend on Where wears at like
0: Not the person running it they, they can't stop you To go out During lunch break <laughs> And grab a beer
1: So <laughs> or At the cash tournament Round one Or at, um, <laughs> In the players meeting Someone dropped A, a bottle of beer On the ground Right after we got up Right in front of me. I got like, all kinds of pieces out of him. Yeah. He's like, Is that mean, what I think it
0: is? I like, uh, You yeah. know. <laughs> it is not. Not, not the George W. You're a sadly mistake. Yeah, really. No, I, got, I actually got threatened with really going on by the TO once. Because I had a, uh, an open bottle of, um, um, I think it was Apple Corn. At a Grand Prix. While okay. I was playing. He <laughs> didn't like that, didn't he? Some you are still pissed.
1: Right, I think that might be better. You go figure
0: the, uh, the morality was fixed around.
1: <laughs> yeah. Because the good thing about Bowman, it didn't say you have to resolve it, just play. Whenever you play. Whenever you play, no spell they Okay.
0: That makes a lot of difference. Yeah, use, that'll help the elves out a lot of phrase
1: I think it will be, because if the archers had reach, I, they'd be able thought they did.
0: That's why I was kind of scared of them. Yeah.
1: No, they just take out any flyer in the air, even if it is just them.
0: And uh, you don't want to tap yourself out against a deck with overrun. Let's, you know, let's be oh, domestic here.
1: I screwed up. I'm <laughs> glad I had reach? <laughs>
0: Is there any possible deck we you think of that Chathamore could bring?
1: No, I don't know. they revealed, or uh, the pictures that the, of the art actually had uh, several elements. <laughs> so.
0: You think the hybrid will help shake it up, or are we going to be stuck with these three decks now?
1: I sincerely hope they do. It's kind of boring.
0: Yeah, it is. The format's definitely boring all All
1: they got to do is get a software Shaman, and no matter what, how many it's you for a time. Well, what they ought to do is make a couple of my Invitational cards, a couple of my in- Green cards, and see if the we'll see see format gets a little bit better. Yeah, yeah, And immediately which cards. Yeah. yeah. Oh, come on. They're not that broken. You don't have to be broken. You have
0: to shift the format. And Really bad. My hands are like. That demigod though, those are pretty good.
1: He's amazing. He doesn't even have to resolve shooting back.
0: Yeah. He just has yeah, to be played. He's retarded. It's awesome.
1: Five full fire. You know, five, five, eight. Five, eight. Yeah. Which
0: means he's going to get resolved against yeah. fairies. So...
1: Cool. No, he doesn't have to resolve That's He's going to play one of the next ones. He's going play another one. Oh my god, I'm looking to play
0: yeah. 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 It means he's going to be showing yeah. up against fairies, but he's a little slow against fairies, so. He's five. <laughs> it's one lane per turn <laughs>
1: <laughs> i to mean, play that one, promise <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, didn't you read the new rule That anybody playing Ferris can play five lands per turn Yeah I anything else the that happening That'd be pretty cool Whatever.
0: Yeah, that's the only reason I kept it. Yeah, I Oh, so that guy, the Bowman crossed The Bowmaster The Bowmaster Crossed three, okay Yeah, sure Go ahead Tap Hmm. All right. So hybrid could be good.
1: I think it's all, I think it's good. Period. I think I mean like like the, the way that, that he wore it, make, it makes it seem like the sets going to be based around hybrid things.
0: Yes, be an environment based on hybrid.
1: Which sounds fun at the very least because Rabbit did do a lot of good things for it.
0: Yeah, it would only scratch yeah. the surface with it, and Ravi well, it turned out to be a far stronger mechanic than they originally had thought it would be.
1: Well, the, uh, far stronger than.
0: Uh, it actually looked to be. Well, it was there. originally there to fix a flavor problem with mm-hmm. having gold and not gold. Yeah. And it turned out to be not just that, but it also turned out to be what they call the opposite side, which is um a, a power mechanic. It turned out to be a far more utilitarian thing that opens up design space right. than it was a creative thing like it originally thought it was intended to be. So that's why they're now basing it as a mechanic for a set or an environment. So.
1: Well, that's actually really good because the... I, I think they should make a lot more RPG cards, frankly.
0: It could very well become a basis of that uh, It can be very well become a mainstay of magic.
1: I think it really no, should be. Was. No, I'm saying that was really... Oh. Yeah, it probably will be. It probably should be. And this will be a first example of seeing a lot of it once. I, see what it does. They will have and they See what that's going to be like.
0: Well, the thing is, is that, is that you can...
1: I mean, <laughs> hybrid, commands you can you know use cards that are in a monochromatic deck. You could use cards designed for two different styles, two different colors, effectively. Yeah. Yeah. And you could use black, red, blue, red cards all in a red deck, or you know, you know. And you know, this is gonna be close
0: to 50-50 hybrid, non-hybrid.
1: Good. Maybe you could even hard. mix the hybrid color, the hybrid cost together, so you've got to have like a white in them. Red or yeah, it's all gonna
0: allied color. Yeah. That's well, gonna be
1: interesting because that's what I enjoy playing the the color
0: not single yeah. color
1: there. Yeah. Five color, you're bring five color back. Yeah, but why would you do that? I mean they're really good for tool and with reflecting full They play. should someday actually
0: focus the environment on five color as opposed to <laughs> tried uh, that
1: they As opposed to like dual colors. No, I don't oh, think they, they tried that with uh, uh, wasn't
0: in Asian. No no no. no Asian was gold.
1: The invasion was a lot
0: of colors, but not five. The no, invasion was dude, done with gold colors. Ravnica's block was whole based on dual colors.
1: Yeah, it was based on two. <laughs> but I mean, how, how can you focus an environment on building
0: a five-color deck? Whoa. Just five-color, five-color support stuff. You can argue Pithon yeah. actually supported five-color with Sunburst. Sunburst
1: was actually really fun. That was the five-color mechanic. No. You mean the five-color actual 254 no, 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 I in, mean... In terms of decks that revolved around ha- being based on five colors in standard.
0: Just, just forget forget five color as a, uh, the concept or format. Uh, yeah. that, that should be no relevance to the design of Magic. No. Five
1: colors I as mean, in all five color Yeah, Exactly.
0: You know, we have the Bringers. The Bringers are an example of supporting five color. Yes. Plus The Sunburst was a camp. So you can argue Fifth On did it as a sub theme was the only set we've had that supported five color.
1: Whereas, like, they got the, uh, the next block after this one that
0: supports the monocolor, so like they got the... I've heard it's supposed to be... Shards
1: yeah. It's either,
0: it's either going to be five monocolored, or it's going to be heavy five, white themed, like Torment. No, I don't There's think... There's an argument based on, the, based on the... If you look at the, um... The symbol, this, the, the, the expansion symbol, it, it shows the five all around the middle one, which is white. And you see all the other ones bleeding white into them.
1: It wasn't white, I didn't actually see the colored version of it.
0: Yeah. Okay. It was bleeding white into them. So either it's, it's five monocolored, or it's like white everything. <laughs> they said that the, um, the bases will be
1: five unique planes.
0: Yes. Which makes, this implies it will be five monocolored planes. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, one would think. <coughs>
0: Which, which implies that that's gonna force us to go back to monoclonal decks altogether. together. Not that I'd like to do that.
1: I thought that sounds like any hey, fun. That sounds fun by me.
0: No, that was back to the days of Tempest. Um, I, like Tempest. I liked Tempest. I like a few aspects of Tempest. I did not like the fact that it forced people to play monoclotter decks. I
1: and mean, people didn't play monoclonal, they played Oath and they played Oath, was Oath was? White, they played mono red, and they played Rexer.
0: No, it was Mono Black. Mono Black took Nationals.
1: Yeah.
0: Mono Red took, came in and should have took Nationals and yeah. took Worlds. Uh, White Weenie was good at the time because of Mother Ruins and because of. Paladin. Because of, well, the Paladin in fact, but it really was Encores and, and Mother Ruins is what made the deck good. Yeah. It wasn't because of Paladin. The Tempest Block constructed format was all Mono Black or Mono Red. It was. I really, I really don't like the idea of going back to the, to the heavy monos, but. They'll do that for a year or so I, I guess like, we'll be fine I like Tempest, I
1: mean, it's, like Tempest. it's my favorite block it was yeah. A good balance of powerful stuff What do you do
0: there? Reflecting Reflecting bull. is going to be a good addition to Magic again
1: I would love to see it. Are you sure they're reprinting it though?
0: Every word in I'm the sure. current wording okay. Matches the Orb uh, They give us the the, the Orb of the, Insight the again yeah. okay. They match every word to it Including Reflecting and pull. Yeah, there's one one for reflecting and one for. They school. gave us a picture. In fact, I'll, I'll show you the picture. Here. All right, actually the picture's pretty sweet.
1: Yeah.
0: All right, put this on pause for a second. All right, now get back on. New art for an old favorite.
1: I okay. <laughs> you believe?
0: All right, if that's not reflecting bull, what is that? Can you name me any, any other picture that that re, that resembles? Maybe underground river, but that would make no sure, sense.
1: yeah Yeah, under a river I could see Um, it kind of like a reflecting pool
0: and what's what's it showing in the picture looks like Lorwyn doesn't this look like the Lorwyn landscape maybe those are the green smudge to me
1: it's like the same thing I guess that's a valid point
0: (laughs) so it says new art for an old favorite it looks like a reflecting pool to me just
1: keep it down until
0: I get a place to open. Oh, we'll know soon. This is also kind of intriguing.
1: The word indestructible on in a common. A blue sorcerer with a text. Take extra turn after this one and a mana cost and blue, blue one. Okay, take an extra turn after this one, you lose the game and burn your entire collection if you don't win that
0: turn. No, that's a red ability. That's not a blue ability.
1: Final fortune, yeah, I
0: know. No, I got a feeling it says take an extra turn after this one. Then target player takes or then target opponent takes another turn after that one. i was thinking yeah. possibly. I can see them just being a blue thing that screws up the order of turns. <laughs> not a true time walk. But
1: a creature, that's the third blackboard creature, have
0: its keyword ability. Yeah, I think there's a creature, is the third time a creature in an expansion with some keyword ability. And I don't know what that would be. It's
1: I, I don't get that.
0: Alright, it means only two times before in an expansion this, a creature had that ability, ever. What's the third time it will be?
1: In an expansion, it would have had a keyword ability. Yeah. A specific keyword ability. Yeah. Um, sunburst.
0: That was a lot of creatures that had that, right? Historical. Historical.
1: I think it was, like, one big flying art right. magnet, that's it. Yeah. A rare cycle built from one of my favorite ones.
0: Maybe. Hmm. Oh, no, all right, were sunburst, sunburst. sunburst has a possibility there.
1: Sunburst, I mean, there were a lot of them artifacts that had a very
0: few cool more cool creatures. Yeah. But context-wise, that would make no sense because the Shadow Wars on an all-dark, all-night kind of set. Yeah. So, well, so concept-wise, that doesn't make sense. Personal uh, crossing yeah, no, yeah, but actually no, it it's, doesn't make sense, but it is a valid idea. It may, it may have said that. In the torture, in <laughs> and I mean, the white, white sorcery just four words in it's rules text. Four
1: words and white white, a rare white sorcery just four words in it's rules text. I want to know what that is. It couldn't be wrapped with God now. That doesn't make any
0: sense. For all pieces is three. For all lands is three.
1: For all basic lands. It's four. Or
0: non-basic. I'll take non-basic.
1: Because, because white likes to have lots of planes, so I can see not basic.
0: The expression plus twenty And the, yes.
1: the introduction of Q never has something so simple been so brain melting. One more hint: Q is a thing, not keyword yeah. mechanic. Yeah. You're know, thinking that Q is untap.
0: You think it's untapped Some people out there think well, it's untapped
1: well, A
0: lot of people think it's untap. I think, it's, think. I think it's a symbol. It's not. No. I'm thinking it's going to be a symbol to represent upkeep. A what? A symbol to represent upkeep. Instead, of, instead of getting rid of the text at the beginning of upkeep, do blah or sacrifices. Upkeep blah. Upkeep symbol blah. There's going to be a lot of things. to take It would this? save
1: like three lines of text
0: on the stupid cards. Yeah, there
1: aren't many of them anymore. They print a couple dozen every set. Who's bitter blossom? Exactly.
0: Uh, <laughs> Alright, bitter Blossom Put dude in the play, lose life <laughs> See, but to- you Put symbol Put dude in the play, lose life What else is similar to that
1: And that kind of whole concept Do they have anything else that's even All right
0: <laughs> Raise that main max score, symbol no. Dis- Discard
1: card Okay, but then Like an actual symbol, not one you can make Why not? No, no, I'm saying do they, do they actually have something Similar to that right now in anything.
0: You can make like a hat. similar look like anything. Well, I knew
1: this. Never mind.
0: Alright, you can make it a fancy looking youth with a circle around I don't,
1: it. I want to know, is there anything currently in magic that holds a similar vein to something like that? Like, is there any other similar Play blockers.
0: As pluses. Tokens.
1: <laughs> Are they going to be flying or making this? I, I don't know, Chris. I don't know. I, don't know. I right. think it's, you know, here to win the
0: game. No, it's... There's also going to be a sub theme to set about untapping things So that's what People are making the argument because of that That hit we had before That there's a sub theme to untapping stuff in the set That the Q is actually an untap symbol well, The reverse Cue this Untap it but
1: I, I, don't
0: I don't know I don't know yet sure. uh, I, don't know. I don't know yet I'm not sold on untapped But it's a likely candidate I still would like to see an upkeep symbol. <laughs> Just to say say like two lines of text on a card, and let them put more things on cards. World purge implies everything blows up. What? It could also be destroy all non-white creatures.
1: That could be it. Oh God!
0: That wouldn't match white. That'd be totally white. That would be very white. Destroy all non-white creatures. White's totally the racist color in Magic. It would be totally white. <laughs> you know,
1: actually, they should make it like cost two, because that would just be like dumb.
0: Nah, it'd be like six. Yeah, but sure. It's not like five or six, but still.
1: Destroy all creatures that's you that's don't control. That's actually
0: white. No, I'm non white. It has to be non white. Yeah, zero. No, I would mean, destroy a lot of my
1: creatures. You're playing a of white. We'll just rapid you.
0: On four oh, plaguewind has been in play forever. Yeah,
1: but yeah the Plaguewind costs ten. ten. It's not ten; it's eight. eight. And whatever, a lot. It costs a lot.
0: So I mean, no kind of In future site, Sorry, Dell, for instance. I
1: like
0: uh, Transfigure. Transfigure. Is there two creatures with Transfigure? One. Well, not dead. I was just gonna say that, like. Okay. No, alright, mechanic wise, yes, that's an example. Yeah. There's right, lots of those mechanics in Future site.
1: I'm also interested in the protection one. Mer, a card that gives protection from the before and not yeah. to be permanent.
0: Right, so opponent, or player.
1: Yes, probably a player. Like a story central. Player gains
0: protection from instances and sorceries until end of turn. Which.
1: Good board games red. A rare cycle built on one of my favorite Oh, like, kind of like the word itself only actually shows up in print on one of the five cards.
0: Yeah, I agree. They need, like, Norm's Chance slash a Bands card again.
1: Oh, they could reprint
0: band. Bands as is. Yeah. Bands is not, bro.
1: against. It's, against,
0: it's against also not on the It's not on the so list, it could be, but it's arguably better than Time Walk, so. No,
1: it's not. Be arguably be better than Time, time Walk. I do you can they, they can still know. attack, and especially the creature having of advance would not be.
0: At All right, it's not as good as it was at one point in time. I guess now that it doesn't stop lands anymore, it's probably not as good as it used to be.
1: Oh yeah, well yeah, you well, can't can tap one orc edition.
0: You can't produce mana. Yeah, yeah, fifth edition, you could stop people from producing mana. It was pretty funny.
1: It was hysterical actually. It's like well, you can't tap
0: your land or do anything.
1: You can play a land and then let me go. Mm. It's not a warrior. Black silica so that has three targets and creates six counters. Well, that's
0: going to cost 12. No, it's, it's going to be like five or six. It's going to be the counters is negative one <coughs> counters. There's another sub-seam, negative one, negative one, something okay. So it's, it's going to be like a super contagion. Okay, well that's not bad then. No, that's not bad at all. It's a super contagion. Contagion's yeah, cool. Yeah, it's cool. Now part two of the state of standard. Uh, Couple days later than the previous set, I tried to do a recording, that I wasn't quite in the mood for. It, but I needed to do something um, during testing. I was kind of bummed out in testing. I had bad day that day, but nonetheless, all right. State of standard. Lots of talk over the last two months have been about Revlark since its release. Revelark being a combo deck that can do everything: bounce, infinite draw, infinite bounce, beat down with flyers. It's fairly good, it's fairly stable, it's actually a really forgiving deck. Almost as forgiving as the original Affinity deck was, in that once you gained board advantage, it was really hard for your opponent to stop you from, from beating you that game. Even with Wrath of God, the deck was just too resilient. Even with graveyard removal, the deck is still resilient. Doesn't seem to matter, because no matter how you hit it, it kept coming back. Its downside is that it's a little slow, and it's a little dependent on certain pieces showing up for the combo but it's still a flat out flyer deck it's still a tempo deck, it's just a slow one it's a blink deck based around uh, Rippling Cloudscape and Vencer and Muldrifter Blink, Revlark, Mirror Entity, Body Double basically the ability to go Mirror Entity for zero killing your Revlark and other creatures in play getting a body double out of the graveyard which has to have a 0 power toughness come into play as a rev doing it again with multiple activations from that original mirror any, and you can get an infinite loop of the body double bringing back itself because of the way the trigger works as a lead play trigger that also requires the card to also be in the graveyard prior to it actually taking place by now you've probably seen it used at some tournaments no need to bore you with any more details beyond that we all know it's a very good deck in fact, it is probably one of the three best decks in this format. The fact is is this format has gone back to the state of where it was prior to Ravnica, where there was only three good decks that win tournaments, a couple of quality decks that will place high in tournaments, and a whole bunch of other decks that were irrelevant to tournaments. We're back to the three-tier metagame again. After three, four years of it being finally gone, uh, i I'm reluctant to have to admit the fact that we've taken a step back in the progress of tournament magic as a result. Some of y'all may disagree with me on that, but that's fine. Feel free to send me your comments at otwellc at gmail.com. I'll definitely take them and respond to them. Uh, as it is, Blackwood Fairies permission typically so builds have between 8 or 12 counters. It should always run 4 cryptic commands. They should always run 4 bitter blossoms. Beyond that, you want Force Sky and Wone, you want some Pester mice, you want some of uh, the 1-drops, you want know, some 2-drops. Things you generally will cast as flashes, as Flash Speed. Um, the Cloud Sprites are not a big deal, they're just fodder, it, you can keep more or leave them, it doesn't matter. But the, 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 the kicker is, it's a game tempo with its early permission, Spell setter Sprite for permission, rune stack for permission, cryptic command for permission, and with that bounce and early counters and puts pressure on, it will beat you down with you feeling like you're always in the game, but it always keeps you out of it by just keeping you at the end of itself, at, at its length, at the reach of its arm, that it, that it beats you down with. Sort of like, take a metaphorical example of, say you're Muhammad Ali, quality fighter, constantly moving, good good dancer, and you can always keep your opponent at arm's length and you can beat him down with your jab. If you let the big group get in close to you, it can cause you problems. But the thing is, you keep dancing out of his way, keep him at arm's length, and he can never hurt you. A lot of other fighters probably, maybe is maybe not the best day, example, but there's lots of fighters that have to do that sort of thing with their opponents. Ferries is exactly that kind of guy It does the stick and jab, stick and jab, play defense, stick and jab, stick and jab, and it beats you down in the long run because you can never do enough damage to it in time. The other deck that's been getting lots of play, basically, is either Mono Red Burn slash Aggro or Red Green Mana Ramp slash Aggro. Um, both red decks, sometimes red and green decks, you can say that this is either the the third best deck in the format. I typically prefer the model red version of it um, with faster creatures, faster burn, things like gargadon uh, war marshals, Suplod of lancers Keld, uh, the, Keldur, um, the three three guy for two that comes into play does the damage least play does the damage has a has a vanishing counter on it, lots of burn, typically a sixteen to twenty four pack of burn. 16 to 24 pack of creatures, about 22 land, including 7 to 8 man land. Sometimes you'll find 23 land, depending on uh, what the person thinks of the mana curve. I personally like to play it with 23 land, but always running 4 mutables and, and some combination of get to encampments. Some people like to run that deck with the megaliths instead of the encampments. Reason being is that they empty their hand with more burn, then it gives them more outs as burn. I can see that if you're running the burden heavy version of it, you want to use Megalus. If you're running the creature-heavy version, I can see encampments. It's kind of a pick-and-choose type of decision there. You don't run them both, because Mutawalt's the best non-basic land that goes in that deck as is, and you're not going to water your deck down any more beyond that with non-basics. So basically those three decks, upcoming weekend, we have a tournament called the Win the Judges Money, or Win the Judges Cash. Basically, Scott Marshall and Mike King are... Putting forth a challenge to all the Denver Magic players one week prior to, to the city championships final that they are posting a GCI judge foil for every person who enters the Type 2 tournament. Entry fee of $5. Now, if you think of that, there's a lot of valuable judge foils out there that the general populace hasn't been able to get their hands on. And as Mike King and Scott Marshall are willing to throw 100 of them plus into the pool, for a standard tournament one week before the city champs we might as well call that quote the early colorado state champs because in in effect it's caused enough buzz that we're expecting to get between forty and seventy people to show up at this event with potentially a hundred judge foils on the line for prizes and that can be potentially worth a lot of money to a lot of people so i've been working at standard the last few weeks as a result, me and my team, I've also been discussing with Team Unknown Stars, because I'm now officially a member of Team Unknown Stars, along with another very good Magic player in, in my local tree, in my local play group, Rob Bradford, who you've heard before in the previous podcast. We've been talking quite a bit about the mono-red build and what we think of it, what they think of it in their comments. Um, I've also been talking quite a bit about Red Lark here lately, uh with my local team only because uh I'm not fully totally sure I can get two complete versions of that red deck assembled in time for the event this Saturday so I have to have another option that's viable and I don't have any of the fairy stuff to build the ferry's deck with but our but the local team is going to be taking about four copies of the ferry's deck with them up there so to that event and I'll be one of three people possibly sporting mono red from our group so We've come to the conclusion that that there's no doubt that Blue-Black Fairies is the best deck in the format. Everything else is trying to compete with that deck. Red has a shot. Not a great one, but it has a shot. In order to beat it with red, it needs the heavy burn version. The heavy creature version does really well against all the other decks, including Revlark, but gets shut down by the Fairies deck because there's just not enough burn to send to the dome cheap enough and just not enough creatures you can get in play fast enough to, to outrace the fairies deck now if you play the creature, play the bird heavy version of it you have the ability to, to eke through more damage and race it a little bit but you tend to suffer in the other matches where things like Revelar is a bit slower and has the ability to uh, story circle you or to fairies moat you or you'll be suffering against the red green ramp deck because layer creatures are typically better and you can't overwhelm them as easily white weenie irrelevant model black rogues irrelevant it's considered a bad version of fairies in fact a utterly bad version of fairies and such that such that unless you're playing with a heavy discard component it really isn't worth bothering to bring if you look on deck check and do a sort by lore and standard you can find many variations of these decks that i've mentioned in their current list, because quite a few of the Grand Prix trials have been posted lately, all using standard results that will be feeding into um, probably some kind of constructed uh, Grand Prix or was an extended Grand Prix recently that was using a lot of standard GPTs, um, especially in Europe. So regionals from, from France and Germany have finally started posting results. So now we know what those regionals all start to look like. Uh, we have Shadowmoor on the horizons, about to radically change this format, and I hope that it introduces more archetypes, because I'd really hate to have to go into standard in with, with regionals in on June 7th, knowing that we only have four to five playable archetypes at that point. After all, the, after these three, four years, when we've been spoiled, and all those years prior to that, where we were being choked on our archetypes. I think to have to go back to to a big event like that with, with a champion archetype, but in the end, um, I've made it a point to make a better job of playing i I made it a point to defer to playing tier 1 decks more frequently than I had in the past at big events like that, so I, right now I'm heavy and favorite in the philosophy of fire going back to the good old philosophy of fire based on my results from the extended season and my Readopting of mono red, or, therefore, or burn as it were. Readopting of, of fast creatures with burn into my uh, playstyle again. So, uh, with that, I think it's time for me to do something I've not done in a long time. In fact, I haven't done it since like episode 48. time to go to the email box. I've been storing all these feedbacks that I have received, and it's time for me to start responding to all the ones that I promised to respond to. First one, Jen Savage says, "quote I think the whole idea of talking about personal matters on Magic Podcast is silly, but see, you're having obviously having a a tough time. Maybe you should know that most breakups happen during January. For the most part, tough times in relationships during January, resolving to hold out until February or giving trial separation." might give help thanks for the advice Jen my marriage is irrevocably broken irrevocably there's no way it's going to be fixed you can't live with somebody who will openly lie to your face and cheat behind your back with other men and sleep with other men and expect to make a marriage work even with a daughter that you're trying to do the best you can you just can't do it mentally you can't do it physically any advice out there to other people who started seeing this problem? Gave up earlier. I should have gave up two years ago. I, t- I lasted far longer than I should because I tried to do the right thing for my daughter. In the end, it was killing me personally. The divorce is now final. Thank you very much. Thanks for the advice, Jen. I'll try to keep it a note, though, that I'll talk less about personal issues on this podcast in the future. It is my podcast, I therefore reserve the right to talk about anything I want to talk about, but I will try to make it a point to talk less about that. Max Gibson Frotter, uh, multiple time emailer for, the, for my podcast. He had listened to, episode, this is back in January 17th, I got this email. He said he listened to episode 48, Max Feedback, and was delightfully surprised because I dedicated the, an episode and named it after him. He was also listened to 49 and thought that that format was which was about extended, was the best one he'd listened to all my podcasts. Um, and the fact that I use hard facts because uh, to back up my opinions. And he thinks that, that personal he thinks that those kinds of podcasts most listeners would enjoy the most. He is right. That has probably been one of my best podcasts I've done. I know that the last several you've been listening to has been following up of the extended results that I put in for our team traveling and the, in my efforts to try to qualify for the Pro Tour, which is also a facet of what this podcast is about. Um, now that that's almost fully caught up, because it's not yet all done, I've actually jumped ahead in time a little bit with this podcast, I will go back to more opinion shows like that one. I will start working on generating the results from, and the statistics based on all the regionals, because, well, I need to know for sure with concrete statistical evidence that, you know, not just gut feeling, not just playtesting, but statistical proof that Ferries is in fact the best deck out there. I want to know that. Perfect. I want to know that Red Green, or red Mono Red, is the second best deck out there. And I want to know Red Lark is still legitimate, legitimately viable in the format as a Tier 1 deck. Though it may be soon relegated to Tier 2 if Red keeps doing what it's doing, and Ferris keeps doing what it's doing. It may come down to a 2-tier race heading into regionals, and the only way to prove that is... By calculating all the results and do a lot of data mining, data collection, database efforts, work, calculations, and oh, we have a great tools on the internet called Beckcheck and and uh, Lotus Nore, other sites similar. That gives us those kinds of results, and yes, in the future I will do more standard-based ones and block-constructed ones, because, you know, having a block-constructed Grand Prix in my backyard is going to cause me to do a lot of block-construction testing in the future, too, after regionals. So, thanks for your feedback, Max. Next one, by someone named Ben, who goes by Squirrel Token and responded to the website, which our website has a very nice uh, feedback feature at mggcast.com. Feel free to come use it with any podcast. Every podcast that gets feedback on happens to go through me and I forwarded it to the rightful host. I've gotten a ton for a new show which I recently introduced um, without much uh, leeway called The Magic School Bus um, produced by some people I know up in Denver. It's a very good to re- listen to. It's a little long, but at the same time it's very educational, very informative, and they do talk about a lot of good things. In Ben's comment, a.k.a. Squirrel Token, he says, Hey, Otwell, I've been listening to all your podcasts the last couple of weeks and find them very interesting and entertaining, especially the recasts of your tournament games. My favorite feature of the podcast, though, would have to be the deck discussion, where you take known decks and discuss them, recommend cards, end up with your finished product, no matter what anyone says. Keep that segment of your podcast alive. But the more that I have, the hear the better. Also, I've been working on similar decks to your friend Bradford, I believe who, he was one with the Wizards extended pet deck, right? Actually, no, that was Patrick, not not Bradford. That was Patrick Smith, Bradford's uh, Paul, actually. But, no, Patrick had the extended Wizards deck. I took a similar build to an extended tournament last I put on and did very well with it, only losing to a guy who consistently duress me out of my counters, getting tons of mana, and was able to cast Deed without fail every game. Just wanted to let you know, that you're doing a great job with the podcast and love the improved sound quality. On a side note, you mentioned you were Fahrenheit 451 clan member. Used to be. Uh, when they changed who was running that and it went back to being a Brazilian pro-managed clan, uh, for some reason he decided to boot me out of there without warning. He booted me off uh, Fahrenheit 451 while it was still being run by Russell Yakupov. I knew for a fact I would not have gotten booted out, but when he turned it over to uh, one of his friend Brazilian Pros, he booted me, So because he didn't know who I was, per se. So, anyway, I guess. I don't know. But now I'm actually among clan Team Unknown Stars. Uh, I was among the clan for about a month or so, maybe two months prior to actually being accepted onto the team officially. But I'm in the clan now on Team Unknown Stars. He continues, Do you have... To be a regular tournament player with a huge MTO collection, to be a member. To be a part of Fahrenheit 451, you not necessarily have to have a huge collection, but you have to be basically the requirements of that clan where you had to constantly be playing, you had to be proving that you do well at drafts and PEs, and pretty much on six days a week uh, with more the more with lots of people on around the same times, Time-wise, I was on, fair enough, with the Brazilian pros, but I guess they didn't really like me all that much. Or maybe I didn't talk with them enough, I don't know. But there was actually a lot of very brilliant people on there who made a lot of decks that for a while they were like blue-red goblins. took took like three weeks of dominance on MTGOs. Um, Eight-mans, that came out of the clan. There was a... uh, If you look up the name Dad-Dad-Dad, you'll find many decks that he's written over time that he was part of that clan. That took over and and worked the little format for a couple of weeks. Uh, there was a Dragonstorm deck that came out around or shortly before the time that Chapin did that that showed up on on MTGO a little bit, but it was more based around uh, actually the storm deck, more based on the uh, Pyromantics uh, enchantments than it was on the on the Dragonstorm itself. That came out of that clan, and then took like a month before they finally washed out of the standard format. After that. Uh, I was working with that, that group for a while um, But in the end They they let me go So He continues I'd like to be able to play test occasionally with some of the members from time to time And maybe talk about decks with and whatnot. I don't have a lot of money invested in GGO right now But I think I have some pretty solid novel ideas That I would like to run by you My GGO name is Squirrel Token I'd love it if you hit me up to duel If you have a free minute sometime That's about it, good work on the mannequin deck I was glad it did so well and defined the format so much Glad you were able to affect the pro tour finally. It seems like you would definitely put in the work for it. Hopefully, I'll talk to you soon sometime. I'll be listening. Ben. Thanks for your feedback. Sorry I got to that so late I did. Uh, yeah, you just, just paid me. My MTGO my my, um, name is Piley, P-I-L-E-Y. I'm more than happy to listen or talk to people online when I am online. Uh, lately, I haven't spent as much time online. I've been doing most of my testing in real life, but... Um, once, But that's because I was focused primarily on post-Morning Tide Standard um, and Extended Which is a lot harder to test online unless you have all the cards And a little, little bit different metagame game Online because people don't have all the cards So um, I haven't spent as much time on Magic Online the last few months as I used to um, Probably when we ramp up towards regionals I will be spending a lot more time on Magic Online uh, My account is still fairly fairly big and fairly up to date and Bradford's been playing a lot of PEs these last few weeks And doing quite well uh, Basically rebuilding multiple decks now So we can have the ability to dupe Multiple things like Eight Tomagoids between us, etc So, thanks for your feedback, Ben um, But I'm always happy to listen to more feedback um, I'd like more people to give me more feedback Especially about anything That they feel is necessary in Magic uh, You can contact me at OutwellC at com. You can get on MSN live messenger my and use my email address you'll see me log on from time to time on MSN I know I occasionally hear from Dominic Hodgkinson the uh, owner and founder of the website I occasionally hear from some friends of mine locally uh, and I happen to get pages occasionally from Crazy Carl who used to run the podcast podcast known as MDG Logic a couple years ago uh, and someday I hope maybe Carl will actually make some of the podcasts because i would love all of it for him, but, you yeah. know. But his whole his whole stick was pretty much the same stick that, I'm, that I was running, which was tournament focus and running event coverage. So, uh, I'd like to see him do it again, too. Uh, but, you know, if you want to add me to your friends list, you're more than welcome to add me. Um, I'm always open to feedback when I'm online. I'm also on Facebook, and lots of people used to contact me on Facebook. Uh, we've ran up the membership on our MGGCast Facebook to over 110 members now, which is pretty good considering places like Top8Magic.com, which was a little bit more popular because it had star power, such as Brian David Marshall and Mike, Michael J. Flores running their podcasts. They only get about 180 people on Facebook. So there's at least 70 people out there who I know listen to podcasts who aren't part of our Facebook yet, but at the same time, I feel we have a different audience. And I'd love to have everybody become an audience member. So, you know, I'm more than happy to talk and answer questions. I check on Facebook on a fairly regular basis. Though lately it hasn't had a lot of action. I'd like to see people talk more on there, so please sign up. And uh, I will always get back feedback on there. We had a factor Fiction contest there going for a while where I gave away a couple of cards. That looked pretty good. Uh, Also, best extended deck in previous seasons format. So... And with that, I hope you enjoyed this podcast, and I will be talking to you again soon. Thank you very much.